Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life. I am really excited about this book. It is filled with stories in which just a few magical words solved a big problem or reoriented someone's focus or changed the trajectory of their life. We got these stories because we asked the public to send us stories about some fabulous piece of advice that changed their lives. And today's stories are about something that we all need to be reminded of, and that is that you have permission to say no. So in our first story, Adrian Matthews tells us that it was a Sunday morning following church services, and she was slowly walking through the gathering of congregation membership, enjoying the fellowship hour, and she was looking for familiar people whom she could ask to join her team. And why was she building a team? Because a few weeks earlier, her pastor had asked her to be one of the leaders for the church's upcoming fundraiser for building improvements. So this job involved asking people for money and recruiting other church members to ask people for money too. And this was not something that Adrian was comfortable doing. But she forged ahead and she pulled one of the other mothers aside and asked if she would join her team. And that mother, Beth, said no. She explained, I will happily donate toward the improvements, but I am giving myself permission to say no to calling other parishioners. That is way outside of my comfort zone. Adrian says, I stood there shocked by her response. I wasn't upset about her refusal. Instead, I was completely awed by the way in which she put it. I am giving myself permission to say no. It had never occurred to me that I could say no when asked to help out or volunteer for a project. Beth had just opened up an entirely new world to me, and I realized that it was time that I gave myself permission to say no as well. She says, the next time I was asked to assist in a project that I didn't feel was a good fit, I declined, just like Beth had taught me. I discovered that there were no hard feelings or repercussions when I said no, and it gave me the necessary free time to do a better job with other projects. When Adrian spoke to Beth about it a few months later to tell her how eye-opening it had been that you could actually say no to things, Beth said that she had been so overworked and so not into the projects she was working on that that was why she had finally given herself permission to say no. And what she always did was say no, but then ask if there was some other way that she could donate or help out. John Pierce got a similar kind of advice when he was in high school. He says, it's unusual to meet a high school boy with as much common sense as he discovered in his dorm mate, Jim, who was a year younger than he was. 
He says Jim was known for his intelligence and his sardonic wit, and also for being a guy who thought for himself and didn't care about conforming to what other people were doing. One Saturday, Jim suggested they go skating together on a small pond near the dorm. After an hour of skating, the boys went to a coffee shop. Jim asked John if he liked skating, and John said, not really. In fact, he hadn't skated for three years prior to that afternoon. Then why do you do it? Jim asked. John had no ready answer. He had never liked skating, but it had been forced upon him as a child. And at one point, he thought he might play hockey, but it turned out he had no natural ability for that sport. John says, Although I never had another serious conversation with Jim, his acid test, why do it, is one I have come to apply again and again throughout my life. Most notably, I applied it to jogging, which I took up in my 30s, mainly as a way to sublimate the rage built up in a bad marriage. Running around the local track one afternoon a few months after my separation, I asked myself if I was enjoying it. One lap later, not coming up with an affirmative answer, and no longer feeling any rage needing to be sublimated, I stopped and went for a beer. The next day, John switched to swimming, a sport that he actually loves. And he has applied the why do it test to books he was reading, people he didn't like, and jobs he didn't enjoy. He says, I can't recall any advice I've ever received as a boy or man which has served me better. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers, and you will find it at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else books are sold. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and you will get a free story in your email every day. Just go to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter or Instagram where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you'll see links to our free stories and this podcast. And please come back for our next episode to hear a few stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Lessons Learned from My Cat, about five ways that you can learn life lessons from your cat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.